my sweets. Uh, it's good to be with y'all again. I hope you're having a great day. I don't know why I always go to the weather. <laughs> it's kind of like a universal thing to do when you start a conversation. How's the weather? So here in North Alabama this morning, it is cloudy. Uh, I guess a lot of us, if you're listening to this, is getting ready for the rain that's about to come from yet another hurricane. Uh, just, I mean, 2020, come on. I read something on Facebook today uh, that said, you know, just get ready for this week because we have a hurricane. We have Halloween. We have a full moon or is it a blue moon? I'm not sure. And then we have time change. That's all happening this week in 2020. So nothing surprises me anymore. I'm sure y'all are the same way when it comes to this, to this year. Um, next week we have an election and we just had a new uh, Supreme Court judge uh, appointed and I mean man what a year um, and some of us could probably find ourselves in a state of you know what is even my purpose in the middle of all this chaos? What, you know, why, what can I do? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, so that's where I'm going to take us today. I'm going to take us back to the book of Esther and uh, continue a little bit with that, if you don't mind. So just get prepared, your minds and your hearts, and get those eyes on Jesus as we hear from him uh, through his word. So uh, I'm going to be in chapter 2 again, and I'm really not going to read much more than what I read the last time I was with you. Um, chapter 2 verse 7. Mordecai had a cousin named, and if you remember last time I did this, I did not try to pronounce her name because I'm bad at that. I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> We're just going to say her name is Esther, whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. The girl who was also known as Esther, yes, a word I can, a name that I can pronounce, was lovely in form and features. And Mordecai had taken her as his own daughter when her father and mother had died. So in that verse, we learn a lot about Esther. Um, if we read a few verses ahead about Mordecai, one thing that we find out is that they are Jews. So we know that Esther is a Jew, and we know that Esther is orphaned, and that she's raised by her cousin. We also come to find out that she was young and beautiful. It says it very specifically. Uh, Esther was lovely in form and features. Um, one other thing that we come to find out is that later on, when Esther is called to go to the beauty pageant with the king, you know, he wants all the young, beautiful virgins to come to his castle and get ready for the beauty pageant. So we also know that she's a virgin. We know that she's a Jew, like I said, and they come from the tribe of Benjamin. So that's a lot of information about Esther. Uh, the thing that really, you know, pops out off the pages of this is Esther really was nothing special. I mean, it doesn't talk about any gifts that she has. I mean, she doesn't even have a mother or father. She's beautiful, so that's good. Uh, she's not rich. 
She's not in a position of anything. This is all we get as far as what Esther's uh, traits are and, um, and everything else. So how and what and, you know, how is God going to use her and what on earth could possibly be her purpose to have a whole book in the Bible? <laughs> well, that's where I want to just stop and I want us to think about where we are right now and how we may be feeling. Um, like, again, I said 2020, the times that we're in, I mean, it is just all consuming everything that's going on. So what is the purpose of little old me, little old Jane in this time right now? And, you know, how on earth is God going to use me to do anything good? Um, and that's where we have to go to his word. And that's where we have to remember his promises and what he says about us. You know, number one, we're, you know, we are fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully. <laughs> I was going to try to space that out and make it sound really cool. And it didn't come out that way. Made. And that's in the book of Psalm 139. So number one, guys, we are wonderfully made. You know, we are created for so many things. But the main thing is we're created for good works and for his works. So he has created us for good works to do his will. And the Bible also says that he has equipped us. So there you go. We have purpose wherever we are, whatever stage of life we're in, whatever situation we're in, whatever time in history we're in, God's got a plan. I mean, he knew us before we were even knitted in our mother's womb, you know, and he, he called us, he created us for a purpose. Um, in the book of, let me think, Hebrews, nope, I'm going to Ephesians, my bad, Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So, what is your purpose right now? Why don't you sit back and make a list of where God has you planted right now? What church does he have you in? Uh, what family dynamics does he have you in? What job does he have you in? Um, what extracurricular activities does he have you in? And I promise if you sit down and write that, then even write the people that he specifically is putting in your life each and every day. Then go ahead and, and write down the potential of the, the people that he may bring to you each and every day based on your work, your extracurricular activity, Whatever. You write down all of those things. And then I want you to go back and pray over each one of them. First of all, you might write it and then you might see, oh, I see some purpose right there. Oh, I, I know what this is about. I've experienced something like this. So this is why God has this person in my life. Uh, God, I have no idea what you're going to use right here. Take that list and pray over it. 
And I promise you that God is going to show you something. And even if nothing pops out, be faithful, trusting that he's put you in that place for such a time as this. You know, Esther has no no idea what's about to come, you know, but God has equipped her. He's equipped her with a cousin who has raised her and obviously loves her and has taken care of her. He's equipped her with, uh, with beauty and grace and being young. She had a purpose for being young at this particular time because the king wanted a young, beautiful girl. You know, so that is exactly how she is described, and that is what's needed at this time. She doesn't even know what's to come, that God is going to use the strength that she obviously has. You know, if you think about her life and being an orphan and losing her mom and dad, uh, she, she had to, she overcome uh, loss and hurt and pain in her life. And so, I, you know, and she was a Jew, so she knew the Lord. So God, you know, she was strengthened during this time. So she had some strength. Uh, God is going to use that. He is going to put her into a place of authority that she could have never imagined. An orphan Jew becoming the queen I guarantee you, if she had made a list, that would not have been on there as one of her purposes in life. But she trusted and she obeyed and she was faithful to the Lord. And he brought her up. Oh, and she humbled herself before him. And he brought her up at, the, at just the right time for which she was created to save her people, to save God's people, to save the Jews. So let me hear, listen to me, sis. If God can use a young, uh, orphaned Jewish girl to save all the Jewish people, can he not use you in your workplace today? Can he not use you in your home today? Can he not use you with those family members that have gone astray uh, from the Lord or who just do not believe? Can he not use you in that gym today? I mean, ladies, God is God has equipped you. You have a purpose. You were created for his will to do good works in the specific body that you have, in the specific time that we're living in now. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go do. <laughs> There's a song that one of my friends sent to me. It's called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, and it's by Ellie Hulkman. And there's a verse in here, and I'm hoping that my son will learn it on guitar and so that I can sing it and maybe, you know, record it and share it with some of you. Uh, but go ahead and go look it up. Ellie Holkman, Holcomb, excuse me, uh, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. And there's a verse in here. Uh, and when I consider the heavens above, oh, what is man that you're mindful of us? Still you say that we're wonderfully made, and you promise that you'll never leave me, O Lord, and that you hem me in, both behind and before, and I'm wonderfully, wonderfully made. And there's another verse here that I really like as well. The whole song is wonderful. 
and your eyes have seen me before I was born, and you know all the good things that you made me for, and I'm wonderfully, wonderfully made. God created the heavens and the earth, and yet he's still thinking of you and I. He promises to never leave us. He goes before and behind us. He is all around us. Again, he seen us before we were even born. And he knows all the good things that he has created each and every one of us for. Ladies, you have a purpose. Go out and live that purpose. No matter what, what is raging around us, no matter what 2020 has in store for these last few months, you have a purpose in it now. I'm going to pray. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises, God. Thank you for this time that you've placed us in. God, help us all to just stand firm in your word, in your truth, and to lean on you and to remember who we are because of you so that we can go out and live our purpose, the purpose that you created us for. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise and glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed Tuesday, ladies, and you are enough. Bye.